Warning, the views and opinions expressed on this show are not necessarily those of Clan Imperial Guard, Radio Link Net, or their sponsors. This show is intended for a mature audience only. Parental discretion is advised. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the main event. Get ready to rumble! You're listening to the Emperor of Clan Imperial Guard in the Emperor's Court. Powered by the Clan Imperial Guard Online Gaming Radio Network. Yeah, baby, that's the way I like it. All this energy calling me Back where it comes from It's such a crude attitude It's back where it belongs All the little kids growing up on the skids You're going Cleveland Rocks Cleveland Rocks That's right, folks. Cleveland, in fact, does rock. This is the Emperor of Clan Imperial Guard coming to live from Cleveland, Ohio tonight. Thank you for tuning in. This is the Emperor's Court, the finest internet radio talk show on the online gaming scene. Real quick, shout out to our sponsors. I want to thank the Harbor Blue Group. That's harborbluegroup.com. Please go there for all your e-commerce needs. They're the ones that sponsor the show in hand-in-hand with the Blizzlink. We appreciate it, guys. Thank you very much. All right, ladies and gentlemen, here's how you can get on the conversation. If you want to talk to us tonight, you can join us in irc.solidirc.com. We are in channel 1G. Or you can hit me up on AOL's Instant Messenger at EMP, the number one, and the letter G. A lot of new uh, listeners tonight uh, were... I guess uh, have gotten a couple of plugs for a couple of different sites. We appreciate that. Always the more, the merrier. All right, topics of discussion tonight. Quite a bit has gone on the last week since last we talked. Now remember, last week's show, excuse me, was unfortunately taped uh, due to the fact that I was out of town uh, watching SummerSlam. Yes, I am a wrestling mark. Well, not as much as I used to be. Um, I used to be a big one. But uh, occasionally I will, uh, you know, watch a, a pay-per-view, especially if it's a buddy of mine that's um, <clears throat> paying for it. So, <clears throat> thank you, Laura. Okay, anyways, back to it. Topics of discussion tonight. One, World of Warcraft's 1.12, the long-awaited player versus player patch, has been released. And we're going to get to my thoughts and uh, hopefully a couple of your thoughts, too, as to what you think of this patch. I think it's a positive thing overall, but uh, naturally, with a Blizzard patch having come out, there are problems and complica- complications. This, of course, shocks no one. Also, tonight, uh, if we get to it, uh, on the back end of the show, we have a Warhammer update uh, for World of Warhammer, whatever the hell they're going to call it, is coming out, I believe. And, of course, uh, in the second half hour, probably can eat up a bit of it, is uh, the Darkfall debate. And what spawned this was a, uh, a debate, actually, we had on our forums uh, last week about uh, the pros and cons of a full loot uh, death. What that means is, should you die, your corpse becomes lootable to anybody around you. Everything you have on you, your weapons, your gold, your magic reagents, your clothing, a la Ultima Online. And of course, this sparked a very large debate uh, on our forums and a couple other forums that uh, 
we pay attention to. So I figured since it's such a hot topic between those who are of the uh, less persuasion, what we call a um, what we call in war gaming, the rump rule. Um, basically, what it means is you lose your rump if you lose a war. We, you know, you have the option to take everything you have. Okay, bit of explanation. In certain war games that I've played, there are rules in place that you don't lose your ass if you lose a war. That way the game can continue. It's a little fun for everybody. Most of the time, we throw the rule out by having a house rule called the rump rule. And it's the same thing as full loot. Meaning, if you lose, you lose everything. Or you have the potential to lose everything. You are at the mercy of the person who beats you. Now, and again, we'll discuss this in the second half hour, but... uh, uh, the debate has already begun as to whether or not this is going to ruin the game. It'll embitter people. You know, one death will be enough. Oh, I'm ruined. I'm sorry. I'm giving away all the counterpoints. We'll get to that in the second half hour. So those are the topics of discussion tonight. And, of course, anything else that drops out. Um, let's see. Today is, let's see, August the 27th. It is 9.05 Eastern Standard Time. I believe that to be the case. Is that the case, producer? Yes, she nods her head. And Michigan still sucks. That's right. We are just a few days away to the kickoff the college football season. Hell yes. Go Buckeyes. Okay, apparently we don't have as many Buckeye fans out there. Half my clan's from Michigan, which is a bit of an embarrassment to me, but I just had to get in there. Of course, it has nothing to do with actual games, but I just want you to know that we are, again, less than a week away from... College football season kicking off officially, which is great. Ohio State versus Northern Illinois. Hopefully it's going to be a steamroll job. I tell you, we've got a rough uh, first uh, month of the season because we figure we got Texas, Iowa, and Penn State. Ugh. And again, none of you actually tuned in for that. You all tuned in for the show that, you know, online gaming, but I had to get that in there. All right, go ahead and cut it. All right, thank you. But go by guys just the same. All right, World of Warcraft, Blizzard, the long-awaited Player vs. Player 1.12 patch recently just came out. For those of you who do not know, and apparently there are quite a few people in the chat tonight who did not know it came out. Band-Aid, where the hell have you been, son? <laughs> no, seriously, where have you been? Anyways, the patch came out on Tuesday. This thing is actually, from what I understand, was actually pushed back a month longer than it should have been uh, to clean up a few bugs, at least... That's what we were led to believe. You quit? Wow. Well, good for you. Uh, one more addict who has shaken the, their addiction. <laughs> Anyways, a couple things to get put into place. For those of you who are fans of Dune, as I discussed before, if you wanted to learn how to play the game or how to play this new uh, PvP setup, go read the uh, series done by Frank Herbert called Dune, because that's exactly what it is. In Syphilis, they have red-colored sand called Silithist that you need to go ahead and harvest to turn in in some kind of world PvP thing that gives everybody a 25% reputation buff for Scenarian Circle. Yes. The second thing they put in was in the Eastern Plague Lands is a uh, couple uh, towers that you can now fight over. That That's all it is, just a couple towers you can fight over, and there's armor turn-ins for some reason. At least on my server on Lag Theridon, no one seems to be playing it. Not surprising. I think it was a step in the right direction. The problem is when you put it in meaningless objectives to try and spark world PvP, <clears throat> no one's going to play it. It's a bunch of bullshit. Real simple. And we've discussed this ad nauseum, folks. You know it, and I know it. If you want to bring back world PvP, remove the dishonor kills, and then it'll happen on its own. Lord knows, as soon as the, we were fighting in Ashen Vale, we were fighting in Terra Mill long before there even was an honor system. 
The only reason that stopped isn't because of Battlegrounds. It's because of the dishonor kills that were put in because of civilians. I still do not understand why it is so difficult to simply make them untargetable. That would kill, would kill two birds with one stone, no pun intended. One, we can't go and kill quest givers. Never mind the fact that on a PvP server especially, that's the whole point. You want to kick the shit out of your opponent so that they can't level. You want to make it more difficult. That's one part. The second part is, by doing that, you allow people to go ahead and start raiding each other's cities. I mean, that's the whole fun of it. I, I, you know, collecting red-colored sand to me isn't... I mean, that's that's just another battleground that's outside. The only difference is it's not an instance. Come on now. I know, I know, before you all start, but they're going to address it uh, in the uh, next fa- in the uh, upcoming expansion. Yeah, I know that. But you know what? That's six months away, and this shit should have been dealt with to begin with. I understand. It's a good start. It's fun, I guess. From what I understand on the, some of the Care Bear servers, the PV or Player vs. Environment servers, it's kind of popular. But on the PvP, it's not. We're going to kill, kill people whether they have red-colored sand on them or not. A 25% buffer scenario in Circle... <laughs> wow, it lasts for 15 minutes. I may be able to kill half a dozen sandworms. That's really great for me, and that's only if we get the buff, and only if we win. I'd rather spend the time in the battlegrounds if that's what it takes place. Okay, sorry folks, our second um, line just came on, just came online actually. Our second stream, for those of you tuning in, finally, you're about 10 minutes late, but this is the Emperor of Clan Imperial Guard, coming to you live from Cleveland, Ohio tonight, and this is the Emperor's Court. Welcome. Um, sorry about getting that feed up a little late. I don't necessarily know why that is. I'm looking off camera here. I have no camera. I'm looking to the side. Producer has no idea either. Okay, well then we'll just throw our hands in the air and say, what the hell. Moving on couple other things that were instituted in this patch um, is probably the biggest feature, I guess, probably the most interesting, is the cross-realm battlegrounds. Now, this, is this, in theory, is a great concept. Now, so far in practice, at least from my experience, hasn't necessarily been the case. What it is is this. You are, I'm sorry, the 120 or so different servers are broken down into different battle groups by 10 or 12 different servers. They all join up into one giant mass pool, and then people are randomly selected and thrown into a group of, of 15 for Rathi Basin or 10 for Warsaw Gulch or whatever. The reason why they were so stunned is because a lot of servers out there were having a very hard time getting battlegrounds to go. Reason why? Simple. Because if you're Horde, you're tied to getting your head kicked in. By three times the amount of Alliance, who have been raiding all this entire time, you've got maybe one raiding guild on your entire server that's Horde, and like six that are doing... Uh, that have been raiding and, and for the Alliance. I'm sorry, one of the questions is, why am I talking about World of Warcraft? Well, because, vehemently, if you tuned in at the beginning of the show, like normal people, you'd know. I'm not a Care Bear. Shut up, facts. Anyways, uh, the reason why is the first half hour is about World of Warcraft's patch 1.12. The second half hour is going to be about Darkfall's loot rules. The debate over whether it's better to have a full loot, only partial loot upon death. But we'll get to that a little later. But thank you for asking the question, just a shame. It's just, just a shame? Just a shame. Just, I, now, see, now you're screwing me up. Okay, people on my channel are making fun of me now. Let's see you get on the air and do this. It's not as easy as it looks. I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah. Anyways, the Crossroad Battlegrounds would allow us, uh, a, a bigger group of Horde to face a bigger group of Alliance. And what it's supposed to do also is try to break down and bust apart these these giant Uber uh, alliance and Uber raiding or horde guilds that get together and they steamroll people. Now, of course, that hasn't been fixed. I was under, and you guys could correct me if I'm wrong. 
I was under the impression. Yeah, Luber. That's right, a Luber. They are a Luber guild. I guess they're a gay guild. I don't. <laughs> I have no idea. Well, there you go. <laughs> but what I was led to believe, what I was led to understand, is that they were going to put in some kind of uh, feature that would give you points based on the armor that you're wearing and then pitch you against people of light gear. So you have these uber guilds going against uber guilds, that kind of facing off. Apparently, that's not going to happen to the expansion, which is very annoying to me. That was one of the selling points of the whole thing. At any rate, so I've tried a Tuesday night when the patch went in. It was an absolute, dis it was absolute disgrace. I couldn't even log in uh, because our server didn't actually go up until 8:30 Eastern Standard. Now it's supposed to go up at three, even with the extended maintenance. But come on, none of us who've been playing this game for longer than a month know that when a patch goes in, you're pretty much screwed for the next day or two or three. What pisses me off is I didn't get it that 50 cents. Wow, that 50 cents compensation they gave some other servers. Well, I'm kind of pissed. You know, the 50 cents to me is like a cup of Raymond. Yeah, or two. My producer is laughing at me. Shut up. What do you know, woman? <laughs> I've tried it. Yeah, I've I tried um, the uh, Crossover Battlegrounds. Actually, last three nights I got in. Uh, a bunch of us went in from the clan. The only problem that I've run into... And I don't know if it's necessarily... A, well, there's two problems. One's a definite problem. One is a, a matter of debate. And this is what's gonna, what I'm going to ask you tonight. The first one is the ungodly lag. Now, it doesn't seem to be affecting the actual server we're playing on, like, say, Mac Theridan. I don't think is an issue. But it's when we enter whatever server they're putting the, the cross-realms, everybody who's kind of piling together and they're throwing into a battleground instance, that tends to lag. Four, five, six seconds in delay between the time you shoot and move. So it becomes very difficult to try and, and play anything. I mean, basically, we learned that you just run up and try and cap a flag because by the time they... And this is in a Rathi Basin. By the time they turn to hit you or kill you, you've already got the flag. They're already on the other side of, you know, wherever you're fighting because they just kept on running. So I think once the lag issues get fixed, this is going to open up a bigger opportunity for a lot of people to, pl to play the Battlegrounds. Here's the thing of debate. And this has been, a de this has been debatable before. What I've run into... I'd say I've played about seven matches. Five of those matches were against 15-man Uber Grills from the uh, from the Alliance. From one server or another or another, it doesn't matter. Every single one of them has either been a role-playing server or a player versus environment server. And they had Tier 2, Tier 3 gear, and they smoked us like a joint. I mean, we went down faster than a Cantonese whore. It was that bad. So here's the question. Don't you think it would have been more fair to have player versus player realms pitted against each other PvE realms pitted against each other, and role-playing servers pitted against each other. I don't understand. I mean, if the whole point was that you can't transfer from a player versus environment to a PvP server because you come with an added advantage of never having to have been uh, attacked while you were leveling, to have been able to raid and get as much gear as you wanted without fear of having to fight somebody else for it, against PvP people who may have not gotten that far progression-wise on their server, isn't they pro aren't they propagating the exact same thing but as cross-realm battlegrounds? I mean, there are more than enough servers of all three types, of all three versions, that they couldn't make three separate battlegrounds depending on where you were coming from. 
let's say there's 40 PvP servers. You could have four different battlegrounds or uh, four different battle groups of 10 servers each, or break it into fives or sevens or however the hell you wanted to do it. That would have made much more sense. Z Money saying this is the worst patch yet. That he's saying that he can't even get a worse on Gulch or Rathi Basin because they're broken. Well, I don't know if they're necessarily busted, but I think their lag is, is... It really needs to be worked out. And this doesn't surprise anybody. I like Ray Men. Ramen, not Raymond. Whatever! You know what I'm talking... They're arguing semantics in, in one of the IRC channels. I don't know. Oh, but Amp, couldn't you have rolled a PVE server? Thank you, Mechahawk. Isn't that what you were on before you came to the came to the clan? Was on a player versus environment, a Care Bear server? It's hilarious. A Band-Aid saying it's hilarious that the uh, Care Bear people are finally getting a chance to face the PvP. Well, you know what? It's not hilarious to me. Because their gear, I tell you, it's not skill. And this is what I hate about World of Warcraft. And this is what I'm looking forward to in Darkfall and a couple others. Is the fact that this is not based on skill, it's based on gear. Now, we're not going to rehash this debate, because we've done that for the last two years. You know, J-Bob's saying the same thing. He says he doesn't want to fight all those role-playing weirdos either. I, they're, like, crying over my corpse, and they're, like, patting my head or something. They're doing their weird emotes. Stay away from me, you sheep grabber. I, friggin' role-players. But it's very hard to compete with the guy who's got Tier 3 gear when I've got Tier 1 and bits of, of Tier 2. All right, Z-Money is saying that they uh, put instance caps on the number of Warps on Gulches. I don't know. Well, he suspects that they are. I suppose that's possible. <laughs> Thou hast shot me in the head. <laughs> Every server is a Care Bear server. Well, you know what? That's all relative. No, it's Battle Group 2, alright. Thank you for the Z-Money saying it's Battle Group 2 that he thinks has been tampered with. But I just don't see why this couldn't have been broken up between these three pieces, between those three varieties of servers. I think it would have been more fair. Now, granted, it's going to take a little while to kind of balance itself out. It is going to be fun. Alright, Z-Money again saying it's a 45-minute wait for a Warsung Gulch and an hour-and-a-half wait for a Rathi Basin. How the hell is that possible? Is anybody else experiencing that, that same kind of problem? You've got to be kidding me. I thought, I don't have a problem at all. As soon as I queue up for anything, I'm instantly in the game. We've got like 40 Rathi Basin going at all times. Yeah, I guess it would I, you know. Yeah, I'd be curious to know. In fact, spread the word on that. I'd be curious to hear exactly how many people are having the same issue with the new Battlegrounds. If their battle group isn't getting a, uh, isn't getting any kind of, uh, is getting a wait list. That's got to be aggravating. I mean, that's the whole point of this thing was to alleviate it. Now, here's my bitch about... Okay, you mean you've been bitch, having bitched? I've been bitching the whole time. Yes, I understand that. Here's my main problem with the patch. And it's the same thing that's the same problem that I have every single patch. I see J-Bob says he got into Rathi Base in four minutes. That's still a little long, considering you've got 12 servers at 5,000 people apiece or whatever. But at any rate, is Tuesday night, our server didn't go back up till 8 o'clock. Ruined a raid. We were going to do a, a Molten Core raid. God, I hate raids. Well, I do and I don't hate raids. 
for obvious reasons. We, I've talked about this before, too. But Tuesday night was out because of the lag. Wednesday night was almost out because our, we were one of the ten servers whose characters got deleted by mistake. Oh, I'm sorry. At first they told us they were deleted. Then they said it was a miscommunication between the database and the server, meaning that the database said, yes, the characters are here, and the server said, no, they are not. So our characters came up missing and didn't restore themselves until 9.30 that night. So we got into the Zagorob and only got to do three bosses before we finally said, the hell with this. Thursday night had the same problem, lots of lag. We accomplished a little bit, but again, lag problems. You know what? After two years, you'd think that they would have addressed the lag issue. And that's not just including the fact that there was a patch coming in. They had three extra hours to put this patch in to avoid the mistakes. And a lot of this stuff, and here's where we're really going to get into it. We have public test rooms that they finally put up after the first three patches were an absolute disgrace, the way they're implemented. They put up public test rooms so that they could check the shit before they put it on. They knew ahead of time, just like they have in every patch before, that there were giant gaping flaws, bugs, and problems. They didn't fix it and rushed it right through to production and put it out there. And we've had nothing but problems since. Here is my suggestion, because I never like giving a complaint without giving a solution, or at least an opinion on a solution. So here is my solution. And I don't know that it's necessarily practical. Um, I'll get to that question uh, in a second. Um, What I would suggest is rather than updating all 120-some servers at once, you do, like, say, 40 servers the first day, 40 servers the second day, 40 servers the third day. Now, granted, that means some people won't get it until the second or third day after, all right? But think of the problems you're going to alleviate. If you can't tackle 100, if you don't have the capacity, the resources, or the personnel to take care of 120 servers, then don't fucking do it. Do it in groups of 30 or 40 or 50 or whatever group that you can handle. It may take three or four days to get the patch out there, but at least the rest of us aren't sitting here looking at the waiting to connect, authenticating, disconnected all friggin' night. And I know there's people out there. Classes. What class do I play? I play a mage. An undead mage. A frost mage, to be precise. You have twenty. You have twenty-seven Arath- or Ultrac valleys. Well, that could be part of the problem. Even though, I mean, it is a weekend. Granted, it's a Sunday night, and a lot of the little Alliance kids have to go to school the next morning. But still. All right, Harrow's saying, I'm thinking about this. If the patch is put on a few servers each day, then everyone will flock to those servers to test the patch. It will crash those servers. Well, what the hell are you going to test in a patch if you've got a level one character you just built on that server that day? I mean, you can't go into any battle. I mean, it doesn't matter what it is unless it's uh, content being put in for level one characters. I still think it would be more manageable. You'd have less headaches. You know what? I'm sure the majority of people wouldn't mind waiting 24 hours for their patch if it means that they can continue to play that night and do what they normally do, whether it be PvP, whether it be raiding, whether it be trying to hook up with some night elf check. You know? Something to that nature. The most fun I ever... Hexo telling me the most fun I ever had in World of Warcraft was trying to get a soul train through Agamar to crash the server. That's productive. That's a good use of your 15 bucks a month. 
I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to crash the server and ruin it for everybody. Well, I applaud your nastiness and your selfishness. It's something that I like to think that I would do, given the opportunity. Okay. It's something I would do, given the opportunity. <laughs> A request. Okay, what is your request? I apparently am granting requests this evening. What is your request? You want to hear commercials. You've heard them a million times. I haven't had a chance to make any new ones. Why? Okay. <sighs> yeah, I guess. If you want. Okay, well, I guess we're going to do commercials. I'm sorry, I, I apparently am taking requests. No, I'm not doing song requests. Don't ask. No, I, I just said no. Oh, too bad. You see, the problem is the people who download this later have no idea what the conversation is in IRC. They're not going to see all of it. I got like five IRC channels flipped open. I don't understand why everybody doesn't come to one IRC channel. That's why we have one up. IRC.SolidIRC.com, channel 1G. But, no, no, I don't want you guys to go ahead and type like ten keys to come into one channel. <laughs> All right, Bandy wants to know what a soul train is. Mechahawk, explain it to him. A soul train is when you get... It, one person starts a choo-choo train, and you get 50 other idiots to follow along behind you, which, of course, blocks everybody else. I'll tell you one thing I have done is I had a torrent alt one time, and there was like eight of us, and we all camped on top of the uh, mailbox and wouldn't let anybody get to it. That was kind of funny. But it got boring after like five minutes. Yeah, I know. I have to thank you. Wow, Hexel, you are you are perceptive. Saying I have to say what other people say in the same and other channels, since everybody's in the same channel. Is that what I just said? IRC.SolidIRC.com. I'm not playing the funky chicken. We're. I'm not playing Van Halen. Where do you people come from? There they are. I was like two. <laughs> Oh, it's Z-Money. He doesn't really count for anything, though. He's been around for years. He's a stalker. Yes, I know the show's derailing very quickly. Getting back on track. I think overall, though, if you think about it, with only two or three days hiccuping in the patches, and patches in the past, we've been down for a week or two weeks. Uh, yes, it is improvement. No, it's not acceptable. When a patch goes in, I will give you 24 hours of downtime, if necessary, to get a, a major patch in. But anything after that, and you know, it's hard to tell whether or not it's the patch causing it, or it's just your normal once or twice a week traditional lag that every server experiences. It, again, it, it, it's an aggravation that I think should not be there. And I think, my personal opinion is, and it's, I still stand behind this, even though the Burning Crusade is going to change the way that World of Warcraft has been designed, the idea behind it, I think... Ultimately, what's going to happen is they're still not going to sell near as many copies, at least stateside in North America, even remotely close to how many of the original copies they sold. I think you're still going to find a very embittered population. And let's face it, there are other games on the horizon that are coming out. There are other ones coming, other than Darkfall being one of them, Warhammer being another, Vanguard's getting underway, you know, its beta's well into it. Guild Wars has another expansion coming out, and it's been pretty popular so far. 
Well, I see a couple of you jumped into the 1G server, but I still got people scattered across like five others. Ah, well. Unless Darkfall completely owns this Band-Aid. Um, when's the beta for that? Well, that is the million-dollar question, Band-Aid. If you can answer that, uh, well, you win a million bucks. I know I can't. Shout-out to my boys who are in ZG right now listening. They're attempting to take down Hakkar. Go for it, boys. Yeah, I know. We're at the bottom of the hour, folks. i got to take a brief break, uh, regroup, grab a drink, and then we'll uh, hit it up for the second half hour where we'll be discussing whether or not the debate of full loot kills and what have you. And We'll get to that in a few minutes, folks. So, by request, you can have... Uh, you're going to listen to these uh, cool commercials just as soon as I found what the hell happened to them. Yes, there they are. No, I'll put them at the intro. Okay, we'll be back in a few minutes. Hey, studs. We want to hear from you. Sexy night elf women are waiting to talk to you right now. Call 1-800-YOU'RE-LAME to join in the party. Why cyber when you can call us just for four gold per minute? You can talk to paladins, hunters, rogues, or mages. Whatever your heart desires, we've got it. That's 1-800-YOU'RE-LAME to talk with the Night Elf Women of Azeroth. Hey there, studly men. The paladins of Azeroth need to chat it up with you right now. Hear us issue our sails of command and lay the hammer of justice to each other. Oh, I'm so excited, my nipples are hard. So call 1-900-FAIRY-POLLY to talk with us, the girly man of Azeroth. I think I just popped my shield! Ladies, are you tired of getting peed on by your peon? Want to make your grunt grunt and pleasure? Then you need Musk of the Horde, a new perfume by Klein Calvin. Simply add a touch to your battle axe to get his attention. Ooh, be so horny. Add some to your neck to excite him. Mmm! And bathe in it to take him to the peak of ecstasy. We're about to climax! Get Musk of the Horde in Nordstrom's of Agrimar. Do you find yourself killing small, woodland creatures at random? Do you avoid crowds of people because you have no area of effect? Is your belief that you can only learn something new if your age is an even number? Then you, my friend, may be addicted to the world of Warcraft. But don't fear, we're here to help. At the Clinic for the Socially Inept, we specialize in the rehabilitation of nerds, geeks, power gamers, and fanboys. Checking in is purely voluntary until you get through the doors then your ass is ours. We start you off slowly, working on developing skills such as going outside, bathing regularly, and making eye contact. As you travel the road to recovery, you will learn how to start conversations, talk to members of the opposite sex without wetting yourself, and fighting the urge to stab everyone you see. And for you extreme addicts, we offer a rigorous detox program consisting of us forcing you to play Star Wars Galaxies and Anarchy Line for 16 hours straight. The urge to eat your own head to stop the suffering means the treatment is working. The Clinic for the Socially Inept, making human beings out of geeks one day at a time. 
This advertisement paid for by the Society of People Cooler Than You. Hey folks, this is Emperor here for Chinese Gold Farmers of Azeroth. Chinese Gold Farmers would like you to waste your hard-earned money on valueless online currency. Buy your level 40 mount, or the best armor and weapons to fight the opposing faction for as little as $300 American. Sure, it's illegal, but that never stopped us before. That's Chinese Gold Farmers of Azeroth, putting the chink in your enemy's armor. This is Baron Von Gusser here to tell you you're back in the Emperor's Court on the Clan Imperial Guard Online Gaming Radio Network. Hit oh right. No chance, so that's what you got. Whoop against a machine too strong. Pretty politicians by a soul for run song hobbits. Back here in the Emperor's Court, and is yours truly the Emperor of Clan Imperial Guard coming to you live from Cleveland, Ohio tonight? And oh, it is hot here in Cleveland tonight. <laughs> now, just taking shaking a uh, look at the temperatures for uh, tomorrow and the rest of the week, trying to see what I'm going to plan for myself. Anyways, quick question uh, something we asked last week, but I forgot to put up a uh, question on the website at 1greborn.com, and Miles will ask it again now and start thinking about this. Do you, fans out there, want myself and special guest host Baron Von Gosu to host a professional wrestling show? Now, we've we've been debating this for uh, a couple weeks. Uh, we have some insider information, I suppose, that might uh, help to make a very interesting show, very entertaining. We have a couple outlets... Uh, we can get to. It's something we've debated. It's not really something we're talking about. Think of it in the vein of the sports show that uh, myself and Eric Asano did uh, some years back, the one that uh, was very popular, but ultimately uh, not very practical for the internet. Um, something in the same vein, maybe a little uh, little smaller, more uh, mainstream, or streamlined, I should say. Uh, look for a, a question later in the week on it. I want to see a poll from you guys on onezeroborn.com uh, where you can find uh, this show as well as all the others a State of Warcraft, which uh, uh, airs Saturday, I'm sorry, Wednesdays. You can download the entire show. Um, it's a uh, download only for all your interesting, uh, all your interest and uh, questions and what have you of Warcraft 3, The Frozen Throne, everything you need to know of the State of Warcraft is hosted by Idiotech. Check it out, onesyourborn.com. You can check it out in the audio forums. Radiolinknet.com. I, folks, I don't have an ETA on its launch. It should have been launched already. Uh, all I can tell you is that we're still working out. i tell you what the hiccup is. The hang-up is the archiving system. The way we want to have the shows archived and pop up on the front page when you click it. Once we figure out how to get that to work where it isn't bugging out, you know, after every third click, then the website will go live. That's the only thing that's that's keeping it from going right now. So, quick update on that. So, there you have it. All right. Here's the debate. Here's the discussion. Uh, a couple people have been asking, "Well, how are you going to do a debate over IRC?" Well, it's real simple. Uh, if you can find a cheaper way to, uh, for us to take phone calls, I am more than willing to uh, listen to it. But until then, we're doing IRC. Although, yes, we are set up right now to take phone calls. We're just not doing it yet. All right. 
I'm going to look forward to the look to the uh, Darkfall channel here specifically since this since this is about their game. Here's the thing: we've discussed Darkfall a lot over the last six or seven months since this really came to our attention. Uh, actually, I think that it's been longer. We started looking to this in November of last year, so it's been almost a year. I take that back. Okay. One of the biggest things, one of the biggest features that caught my eye, one thing I that I felt, if it, if in Warcraft, I think would have made much more sense, would have made it much more enjoyable, is the fact that you would have full loot rules. Now, this is what it means, what I was explaining at the top of the show. If you die, let's say, for whatever reason, killed by a monster, killed by a, a, a player killer, killed by your buddy who doesn't know what the hell he's doing with his mage, okay? Your body now becomes lootable by everybody. Just like in the real world, if you were to die in the street and I wanted to take your wallet, I could. Sick as that is. That's how it would work. I'm sorry, Vimenti, we've done... We do Ventrilo. The problem is... As far as taking phone calls, we've done it for like interviews when I have some of the different guests on. We can do Ventrilo. We've also used Skype. The problem is there's really no way to moderate who gets in the channel on Ventrilo or on Skype. Even if we use a third-party person, we'll have 80 different people trying to get on at once. Or any or 80 different people enter the channel. Even if we password it, it becomes a real hassle to try and put take one person to the channel, talk, and then kick them out when they're done. Not to mention not everybody knows how to use Ventrilo, and more times than not, we get a... <coughs> for 30 seconds before the guy realizes he doesn't know what the hell he's doing, and it blows all of our eardrums out. So here's the debate. We've been having this discussion on our forums and a couple others. Um, the closer we get, hopefully, to a Darkfall beta, but it's not just that, but I, I tell you what really kick-started the discussion was um, recently Origins, or whoever actually owns uh, Ultima Line now, recently came out and said that there's going to be a new graphic overhaul of the game. It's not going to be very, very graphic intense. They still want it to be for lower, lower computer systems, but they want to update the graphics of the game without changing the gameplay. So a lot of this got back to reminiscing nostalgia about the old Ultima Online days where a lot of us played, and some of us got our start. And at Ultima Online, which is where this comes from, it was a real, and I say real even though it's virtual, a real, quote-unquote, virtual world where there was no law, there was very few rules, you know, if you die, anybody can loot your corpse. And in some cases, even the monsters, alright? The debate that was put to us, and what I'm going to put to you tonight, and you guys can discuss amongst yourselves here in IRC, I'll do my best to try and moderate and bring up, you know, the different points that you have. A lot of people, and I, and this is not a, a slap against this kind of a variety of players specifically. Alright, I'm not bashing you, I'm simply saying that it tends to be this kind of player that's saying it. The World of Warcraft crowd, the majority of people who are just getting into MMORPGs because of World of Warcraft, are are the ones who are the one that are carrying the torch for something along the lines of maybe only a partial loot or no looting whatsoever. The argument, argument being, if I work so hard to get X amount of items or get something, some kind of gear, I don't want to have it lose it on the off chance that, say, I lag and I come back dead, which happened to us enough in Ultima Online. Or, you know, I get gangbanged, four-on-one, I get killed, and there's nothing I can do. Or I, I inadvertently attack a guard in a city, and I get guard-whacked. You know, we don't want to lose our gear or our gold or what have you because this takes place. There's a million different reasons to why something like this would happen that necessarily wouldn't be in your control, and it wouldn't be a situation you want to find yourself. 
And the only reason I bring it up, the only reason I feel it's a debate, because at least in Darkfall, that's the decision, that's the way it's going to be. In Ultima Online, at least in Felucia, that is the way it is, it's the way it's always going to be, you know. The reason why is because this has a very large groundswell of, of support, and I think it's it's becoming a majority opinion, at least in, in a lot of the way World of Warcraft players look at it, Vanguard players look at it, people who are playing a Care Bear-type game, or a very limited, what I call limited player versus player. And what it comes down to is, they don't want to take the chance of losing something. All right, To them, there is no reward with loss. There's only reward without loss. That's the only way they can see to play the game. Vivek's saying that most people who are arguing that point have never played Ultima Online. Well, I, yes and no. You know, Band-Aid saying does anyone even still play Ultima Online? I assume there's some. Yeah, it's still in existence as far as I know. You should practice at Street Fighter? What? Bandit saying you're not supposed to be rewarded when you lose. Well, it's not so much that they want to be rewarded, it's the fact that they don't want to take the chance that anything is taken away from them. They don't want there to be a penalty when you lose. You know, it's just like these moronic parents out there who, well, we don't keep score when they're playing baseball. They're friggin' 12 years old. If you don't learn how to, you know, take a loss, if you don't know that winning is important... You know, your kid's going to be a friggin' Frenchman by the time he get, grows up and goes to high school, gets into the real world. Guess what? Winning is important. There is con- There are consequences. That's the way it is. Here's my point of view. And this is this is parroted by a lot of us old, older veterans. God, I, I, I'm old. In my day, we all looted people who died, and we laughed at them, and we could talk to them. And tell them and make fun of them. Big saying people don't like it because they try to th- uh, think how the, about their own game they are currently playing would be with full loot. I think a lot of these people don't want to take the chance of dying because they don't have the confidence in their own gameplay. But it's not just that. There is a fundamental flaw in the way that some of these players are looking at it. They're looking at it, and the reason why I say it's a World of Warcraft point of view is because that's what it really comes down to. Or these EverQuest fuckos. Sorry if you play EverQuest. You should be sorry. I know I am. You're a lost soul. You're looking at it from a point of view that gear makes the world go round. In Ultima Online, that wasn't the case. Everybody was a Grandmaster Crafter of one thing. Uh, a boyer, an armor, a blacksmith, you name it. You could make whatever you wanted. Grandmaster gear was as good as most magic stuff. It was very cheap and very easy to replace. So if you died, you went to the bank, you re-geared, you went out and PvP'd. Or you went home and you made some more. World of Warcraft and EverQuest are very gear-based. Darkfall is going to be skill-based, and here's the fundamental difference. This is the trap they find themselves in. This is where they're getting caught up. If everything was based on the same kind of gear that World of Warcraft had, that I can only kick your ass if I have Tier 1, Tier 2, or Tier 3 gear, that I can only get with 40 of my closest friends raiding for 5 hours at a time, then yes, I would have a problem fighting and taking a chance of losing my gear. I'm not going to take the chance that I get lagged out and die and lose my Arcanist crown or my you know Netherwinter pants or what have you. Fine. Darkfall isn't that way. At least from what I understand, what I've read, what I've researched. 
it's going to be skill-based. So it's not going to necessarily matter that you have some magical piece of garbage. If you lose it, it's replaceable. It's not the end of the world. Your character is not crippled. You don't have to send a ticket to a GM saying, I lost my my pants. Can you bring them back, please? No. Thank you, Resident Evil, who's tuning in tonight. I think that's Jahala. Guild Wars fame. It's not an item-based game. And that's what you keep, what some of these people are, are getting mixed up. I'll tell you, the first things I used to loot in Ultima Online, the first things I used to loot was your magical reagents for your spells and your gold, if you had any on you, and then whatever potions you had. I didn't care what gear, what armor you were wearing, or what weapon you were using. I don't care what clothes you were wearing. I killed your horse if you had one. I only took resources that I use on a routine basis that would be a convenience for me not to go home and buy or make more of. All right? World And Vivix has a good point here. And, it had, you know, and, you know, Hexel is agreeing with me, saying that he thinks that's what a lot of carriers don't realize. Is the fact that it's it's an item-based game. And I can understand. And now, and, and, now, hang on. One of you said earlier that there needs to be a death penalty of some kind. All right? Either a debuff or what have you. That would work in World of Warcraft. Because that way, since you're not actually losing anything as far as gold goes, as far as equipment, as far as, you know, resources. A death penalty would work like a 5 minute you know, debuff or a 10 minute debuff or something along those lines. Maybe you can't use a certain spell or you lose half your mana or you can't have your mount. That is fine in a game like that because that's the only you know, risk that you're taking. And if you think about it, you're not really losing anything except maybe uh, you're losing the ability to uh, you're having diminished abilities. Alright? The reason I don't like death penalties in something like Darkfall is the fact that you're already, you know, you're already putting up the fact that everything you're wearing is, you know, free to anybody to take it once you die. That in and of itself enough is enough risk, okay? Or in Ultimate Line, if you had your key on you, and this happened to a lot of people we fought, your house was, you know, free to anybody to take, and we took quite a few. Not to mention. In Ultima Line, if Dark Falls any way like it, and I, I'm led to believe that it is, as I think most of us are, you run to a res, to a, a healer, you're immediately resurrect, and you go back, you pick up your rations, and all of a sudden you can start casting spells. You are all of a sudden an immediate threat. All right, in World of Warcraft, if you die like two or three or four or five times, then you have to wait a minute, two minutes, five minutes, etc. before you can res. That's like the only penalty to death, and it's only in extreme cases. Only if you continue to die. So this is where I think a death penalty would work in World of Warcraft, but the problem is most people would see it as more of an annoyance than anything else. They don't see it as an actual uh, chance or an actual attempt to put any kind of real competition into the game. They'll see it there as just a blocker. Now Preston's saying you could just wait for them to go wild and then tame the horse. No, I'd like to kill the horse while they're watching. Yeah, Benny, it's saying you don't even lose durability in your armor if you get killed by players in World of Warcraft. And that's true, you don't. There's not even that. No, no, Bob's moving service. That's what it was. Benny was asking us what the uh, what our um, 
house raiding guild in uh, Ultima Online was that got uh, the patch put in to lock down items in the houses. It was called Bob's Moving Service. And I was but a but a general laborer in that guild of guild of love. Lobster was the uh, mastermind behind that one. That man... It's a good thing I, he didn't have anything going on else in his life. He was married and had a kid and all that because he literally, literally, I kid you not, I saw it myself, would sit invisible in front of somebody's house or castle for six, seven, eight hours waiting for them to log on, kill them, take their, their key to the house, and then send out a mass ICQ to anybody who was on to log on their Bob's Moving Service character, come to this house, he would open up a gate for us, and we'd loot the sucker clean. And he did it over and over and over and over. That puts an actual, a bit of, not just risk, but a bit of excitement No, trust me, Vivix, we did this so many times. I, I forget how many people, with this on Catskills, I forget how many houses we cleaned out that we are personally responsible, I haven't told, personally responsible for the for the uh, patch that went in that allowed you to lock down items in your house so that you didn't have to carry a key with you all the time. It allowed you to put the key on your vendor. Apparently, uh, my Imperial Guards are very close to downing a car for the first time tonight. Oh, I hope that's true. Go on, boys. Do it. Yes, Bob's moving service. Yeah, if anybody wants to hear any of my old Ultima Online uh, stories, and I have enough of them, about being banned from the Japanese servers, about the, using the idiot bug that really wasn't a bug, but preyed on the stupidity of people, go, go and download some of my old archive shows at onesyouwereborn.com. But you have to understand, people, it's also, it's not just about being a bloodthirsty pirate where I want to rape you of everything you have on you. That's a given. But if you're playing in a world at war, or in, in Darkfall, or, or any game, where conflict is the main source of entertainment, is the main point of the game, you have to risk something. That happens in war. It should happen in a game. You know, there was a little bit of fear to everybody when they logged on, in the back of their mind thinking, have I been looted? Is my house gone? Am I going to find a nice note on the ground from Bob's Moving Service saying thank you for the house and your loot? And knowing there's nothing you can do about it. It's happened to me. I had my house looted twice. Ironically enough, by the guy who was roommating with me in the house. I killed the son of a bitch and looted all his stuff in his castle. In an item-based game, and, and one of our clanmates is having this issue because he got um, hacked. He found a keylogger on his computer on uh, the night the patch went on Tuesday and had all of his gear disenchanted, sold for pieces, and, and the gold sent away. His character is now completely crushed. He is, and this is no no offense to Harold, but until he gets his gear back, if he gets his gear back, he's useless. He is absolutely useless. He has one epic item to his name because it can't be disenchanted, and he has a, a white longsword, a generic longsword. That is all he has to his name. That character, he as a player, is no longer relevant in any sense of the word. Not through any fault of his own, but that's the way the game is designed. 
and it will take weeks to replace what he's lost, and money, and effort. And he lost that to a keylogger. Now, I can understand how that won't work in World of Warcraft, because the way it's designed. But this isn't an item-based game we're talking about. Skill-based means I have 800 points, or 1,000 points, or 700 points to build whatever skills I like, and then based on that, that is how effective my character is. Sorry, the uh, my stupid mic cut out. Ah, uh, poor Harrow. He's in here. I know I'm useless. I'm sorry. Yeah, the long sword is gray, not white. What the hell difference does it make? You still suck. Yeah, sorry, Harrow. How the hell? Co Why is your name spelled differently in IRC than it is in the game? I can't imagine anybody actually took your name in game. No response. <laughs> I don't know why it's spelled differently. I I am a retard. <laughs> oh, they had Hakkar down to 3% and they wiped. You guys suck. You know, if I was there... <laughs> you wouldn't have that 3% problem. I'm good for at least that much myself. You have to understand that this is going to be something that is going to detract from Darkfall. And not just Darkfall, but any game that works like this. Understand it now. You can call them Care Bears. You can call, you know, people, either one, you know, either way. And I know there's another group that tried doing a discussion about PvE versus PvP, and it was a one-sided discussion. It didn't give either side to it, or it only gave one side to it, I should say. But this is going to be a detractor. You're not going to have the giant success that World of Warcraft has because there is risk involved. And there is a giant segment of this population of gamers, and it is getting bigger. And it's, it's the EverQuest and World of Warcraft factor, who want their pretty achievements on their character for all to see, and don't want to take the chance that, in competition, they lose something. One of the funnier remarks I saw was, well... When football teams play together, or play against each other, the loser doesn't lose their stadium. Or when baseball players play each other, they don't lose all their gear, their bats and baseballs and, and what have you. Okay. And again, now you're comparing a sport versus a virtual land of war. That's different. We're not talking about the spoils of sports. We're talking about the spoils of victory, the spoils of war. Two very different kinds of competition. They are indeed competition. But you know what? A lot of people at Vegas put down money based on those games. They take the risk that they're going to make money or lose money. But you'd be surprised. You'd be surprised how often I, I hear the uh, the sports uh, the sports analogy. It, it doesn't make sense. It doesn't apply. The people who are going to play Darkfall and games like it are people who are, one, bloodthirsty assholes like me, and people who actually want the thrill of victory because there is the chance of loss. There's the risk of defeat. There's the risk of losing things that you've worked for, things that you've created. What's going on, Curry? What's going on, Branskins? No, not who are brave. Two very different kinds of players that you're going to run into. 
people who want to play and can participate in an actual war or makings of it. And it's people who just want to collect very nice-looking purple-colored items. And I'm not bashing those people for what they do. You know, I collect purple items myself because it allows me to kill more people easier and compete with people who have a lot more of those purple items than I do. That's the nature of the game. That's what I have to put up with. That's what we all have to deal with right now. Somebody just brought up the point that if the if it's a giant population that's growing as far as the Care Bear persona is the, what I'm saying, my opinion being that it's a growing population, why is it that World of Warcraft is changing direction in, in regards to player versus player? Yeah, Renown's saying it's kind of like hardcore players versus softcore players in, in Diablo 2. Well, it's kind of like hardcore versus softcore everywhere, or casuals. If you think about it, World of Warcraft isn't really making that big of a paragon shift as far as their game design goes. When it comes to player versus player, they're adding in a zone that's separated from everything else, which might as well be a different, a new battleground. They're adding a new battleground, and that's all they're doing. That's it. That's not revolutionary, revolutionizing PvP. That's just making it easier to fight. That's not making an integral part of the game. In Darkfall, you're not going to have the opportunity to choose, I'm going to go to a Care Bear server, or I'm going to go to a role-playing server, or I'm going to go to a PvP server. You go to a server, and God help you from that point on. Because no one else is going to. Blizzard will always put the majority of its efforts into the content that has nothing to do with, with conflict between actual humans. Yeah, purple's the new blue, orange is the new purple. That's what it's getting like on a lot of servers. Hexo brings up that point. Vivek's saying that it's not that people play WoW because they're Care Bears. The player's player play it because there is no other game to go to. Yeah, and, you know, we get back to the same thing I've been saying for a while now, for months, Vivek's, Vivek's is, there's nothing else out there. It's this and nothing else. And you people can say, well, Eve is out there. Yeah. You, a lot of you can say, like, Jahala's going to tell me, well, Guild Wars is out there. And yes, that's true. Arthros and I are having a quote fight. Speaking of Jahala, I'm not really sure about that. Yes, those are games that center around PvP. And Guild Wars does market to a specific niche of, a specific niche of player. And they do have a million uh, games sold, which I think is probably the second largest MMORPG out there, ever. That is significant. So I can see both sides of it. Maybe, maybe it's my, maybe my perception has been altered a little bit, or is being influenced a little bit by the responses, the, the things that I receive, the. The debate that I see in different forums, the debate that I see here, and I understand majority of people I'm talking to within the side of my voice in IRC right now are going to be bloodthirsty PvP players, player killers. That's the majority of people that, that I tend to hang with, people that agree with me, and there are a lot of you Care Bears out there who do tune in. And you know what? I don't say Care Bear to be derogative. Well, yeah, I do. I, you guys suck. But you know what? You say the same thing about us, about the player killers. It's just two different philosophies, and I, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe, I still think that, play, that Blizzard it really isn't making anything that revolutionary for PvP. I think they're throwing us a bone, in the hopes that it'll be the last one they ever have to, have to do. 
oh, I'm sorry, Guild Wars is up to 2 million between the two chapters. Well, Jahala, that really, I don't know that it necessarily counts because the first million bought bought the second chapter, so that's the same, the same million. We're now saying even Guild Wars has Care Bears. And you're always going to find them. There's always going to be two different kinds of... There's always going to be these, these banting uh, and arguing philosophies. Rekar's seen that Eve isn't supposed to be that fast-paced, but it is there. You know, there are relative safe zones. Rekar saying, what the hell, what the, you know, what the fuck, you don't have to be a player killer to be a non-care bear. I, I, I was using my broad brush of generalization. Jesus Christ, Rekar, get off my nads. When it comes right down to it, you really have to be. You have to be somebody who's willing to, to fight. I mean, if you're not fighting people, and you're not fighting players, then what the hell are you doing? World of Chatcraft? Dark Chat? I mean, that's essentially what it comes down to. If you're not fighting people and mobs, then you're just shopping. Are you paying 15 bucks to shop at the auction house and nothing else? If you do, you're one hardcore economist. Damn. You must be the richest, yet most boring player in the game. Alright, Hexel has a very, very skewed and very general generalization. Player killer is like an inmate or a terrorist. Thank you, I've been called a terrorist. An anti-PK is like a policeman or a soldier. I would place myself more as a soldier, but and a Care Bear is a civilian. I guess. So I guess I'm a civilian killing terrorist? I... Uh, I don't feel too comfortable saying that. So you, you play a video games, huh, Imp? Yeah, I'm a civilian killing terrorist. Uh, I mean a player killer. <coughs> yeah, that won't give me a few looks. Mechahawk says he's one of those, I must defend the lobbies, player versus player people. Yeah, there's plenty of them in Ultima Line. They're the first ones we gun for. Why? Simple. They're usually carrying reagents, and they're usually carrying decent armor. We take the armor, and we sell it to the vendor. <laughs> the analogy police are going to kill that guy. Thank you, Band-Aid. I think we'll all be playing Darkfall for one reason only. To kill some bastard, laugh at him after we've done it, and take everything he's got, including his clothing. Even though we don't need it. Rekar saying he's playing for, to have the largest collection of chairs ever seen. Yeah, Vivix to own up. Yeah, many have made the claim, Vivix. Very few, if any, have ever actually followed through. A curry asks, when is Darkfall coming out? Christ, I'd just like to know when the beta's coming out. I thought it was supposed to be last December. RH is saying it's this December. Who knows? Who knows? My friend who is in with the huge guild says they already have beta with a few guilds. Well, I would hope not. Being that we're one of those guilds I'm hoping we'll get into the beta... But if they're doing alpha or small beta... I mean, I think they're in internal beta right now. Yeah, and Hero says, and then you guys send them a tell gloating after the fact. Vivek's saying that Darkfall's not in beta at all. Yeah, it's internal beta, I thought. He's saying not not beta at all. Alright, Renown's saying it doesn't make... He disagrees. He doesn't really, make, doesn't really make any sense to amass so much equipment and not test yourself. 
monsters can only be so fun to fight. And that's what I said. How much fun do you get fighting a monster that walks in concentric circles or back and forth all day long waiting for you to come up and hit it? Not to mention the fact you can kill something that's 10 feet in front of its buddy and its buddy won't move. What challenge is that? There's a formula for killing every NPC. There is no formula when you're fighting another human because everything goes out the window. There is no more predictability. You can predict maybe if it's a class system what class is going to use what spells in necessarily what situations. But you're still guessing because it's all human. You have no idea exactly what's going to happen next. When I'm fighting Anixia or I'm fighting Valera or Velixstras or you know Ragnaros, I know exactly what's going to happen. I'm fighting Ragnaros, two minutes later he's going to go into lava and the suns are going to come out. Everybody has to clap, kill the suns. Once all the suns are done, after two minutes, Ragnaros pops back up again. We shoot Ragnaros till he's either dead or he pops back into the lava, rinse, repeat. There you have it. I'd rather take 40 people and go raid Darnassus or Ironforge or sit on Ashenar for an hour than take 40 people into the depths of Molten Core to kill a monster that has been sitting there for 12 hours waiting for me to show up. But again, we're getting back to the age-old debates. We're getting a little sidetracked. Anyways, folks, we are way... Okay, and we're not really way past it. We're about five minutes past it. So stop gesturing me, producer. She's telling me, we're past 10 o'clock, so what? There's something out after us. Yeah, that's right. Uh, oh, I guess I do have a good point, don't I? Yeah. Yes, I know we didn't get RH or it's saying that you guys hear about the new challenge has been linked for a Burning Crusade. That'll be in our topic for the, for next week, folks. For those of you who do not know, there have been some leaks as to the talent trees for some of the uh, classes for the Burning Crusade. We will get to that and so much more next Sunday here. Same bad time, same bad place, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard. All right, real quick, I want to thank our producer, Mystic Man, for mixing the music and running the board tonight. I want to thank uh, HorrorBlueGroup.com and BlizzLink.com for being our sponsors and funding the network and the show. A quick reminder to uh, make sure that on Wednesday you uh, be able to download A State of Warcraft by Idiotech as usual. You can find them on our website at 1greborn.com as well as this show and all of our archived ones at www.greborn.com. Also, I will be hosting a question whether or not you feel the Baron Von Gosu and I should do a pro wrestling show. Again, in the same kind of uh, uh, cloth that we did the sports show. Anyways, folks, thanks for tuning in. If it wasn't for you, we wouldn't be doing this. Remember, next Sunday, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard, this has been the Emperor saying, bad manners are better than no manners at all. So long, everybody.